Hello and welcome everyone to the Almost Awesome Podcast, the only podcast that has a no shirt, no shoes, no problem policy. I'm your host Tanner Rainhurst and today we are talking about the live action remake of Disney's Aladdin. Now, Disney is hell-bent on remaking everything we liked as kids, whether we like it or not, and this movie is not the first, and unfortunately will not be the last. But regardless of the intentions of a mega conglomerate, is this movie any better or worse than the original, or does it even stand on its own as a film? Well, let's get into it. Now, recapping this movie might be unnecessary because most people even if they have never seen the animated movie, are familiar with the story, or at least the songs and characters, as they are so ingrained in pop culture. And that is what we're all about here on this podcast. I was reluctant to see this film at first, because the nature of a Disney remake means that the people who worked on the films that we know and love don't get any credit. But... Boycotting the film is not a realistic expectation. Also, Aladdin is one of those movies that has always had some type of live musical thing going on. And this movie just has the benefit of having a high budget for set designs and special effects. Which are actually quite spectacularly done. The problem with a lot of Disney remakes is how they can be quite drab and colorless because that somehow equals realistic. But this new Aladdin takes full advantage of the Arabian culture it is based off of with some of the most amazing costume designs and fantastic colors that are not only brought out by the costumes, but also by the genie's magic, which is kind of the excuse for the special effects in this film. So, but... We'll get into more on that in a second. So, the first 20 minutes of this movie are a little rigid when it comes to dialogue and choreography. The first couple songs have little more than characters walking and talking type of singing, which doesn't match well with the fast-paced music, which in the original movie had a lot more action going on. The songs in the animation were specifically made to match each other in the original animated movie. So building new scenes from the ground up in live action, which can be more limiting than animation, can end up not matching. Now, that isn't necessarily a bad thing. So let me focus in on one particular thing. Uh, Mina Massad's Aladdin. He is he is charming as Aladdin, but he's missing a little bit of that flair that the animated Aladdin had. And I know I'm putting a lot of comparisons between the animated movie and this movie, but that comparison is inevitable because it is a remake. And it does remake almost every scene from that film. So it's really hard not to compare it. So on its own, he's a charming character, but 
the problem, and I think this is the biggest problem with the movie, is that he fails to stand out as a leading man. He's a fine actor, and the character Aladdin is fine, and uh, narratively everything works, but he ends up being overshadowed by some of the other cast members, which we'll get into. Now, a lot of the rigidness comes from him, since he is our main character, and the story is not as fantastical as we expect to be, especially when the music makes us think that it should. Now, this all changes as soon as Will Smith's genie is introduced, and that is after about 20 minutes of the film. The genie's bombastic antics and Smith's natural charisma are like the missing ingredients that this movie needed. Because after he's introduced, the special his magic becomes the special effects, and it makes everything a little bit cartoonish, but it makes sense within the context of the film because all the fantastical things we're seeing are the genie's magic. It does become more cartoonish, but narratively it makes sense because the magic effects set the film set the rest of the film from the first 20 minutes to show what the genie's magic is capable of. The genie's personality completely balances out the rest of the cast and is a source of most of the comedy, which makes sense because it is Will Smith and he is the real star and he does end up outshining our main hero, which is the big problem. But during, during the most important scenes in the narrative, uh, more time is focused on Aladdin, which is the important thing. Now, the other great performance in this movie, I would say, that is even on par with Will Smith, is Naomi Scott as Jasmine. She is just as charming as Aladdin and has the same charisma as Will Smith. And the narrative allows her acting to show real conviction, not just with her dialogue, but with her facial expression and how her character wants to change things in Agrabah. She also outshines Aladdin, but all three of our main characters do well bouncing off one another. But all of the characters, or I should say all of the other characters, are not as fun as their animated counterparts. The Sultan is not a bumbling oaf, but he is a lot more dignified, which is more of a positive, I would say. Now, Jafar is less conniving to avoid the mustache-twirling villain trope, as he's always been portrayed as, but he turns more deranged as he gets more and more frustrated the more and more his plans don't work out. Not only does this make this character less fun it i actually think they could have leaned into some of this a little bit more with the sultan not being a bumbling oaf we're not really shown why jafar really feels the need that he should be sultan uh instead of just being power hungry and everything i think if they had made the sultan a little bit more naive and 
kind of more of an oaf who's just clueless, it would have actually made Jafar's motivation to become sultan actually make sense because he's working hard to achieve his goals, but people like Jafar see people who are lesser than him just get all this power, like the sultan and like Aladdin with the lamp. It would also further complement Jasmine's desire to want to become Sultan to change things for her people. So, yeah, they could have just gone in a little bit further than that. They didn't have to make the Jafar the cartoon villain that we remember. They could have just, you know, they could have made it a little bit more... How how should I put it? Make the actual desire for things to change in Agrabah much more important. And the changes being that the Sultan is not really the best leader. He's very ineffectual. So then you have Jasmine, who wants to make things better for her people because she's compassionate uh, for them. And then you have Jafar who thinks you need to be strong and powerful and be more militaristic. So you have two people who have a point, but ultimately it's Jasmine who wins today because she's much more compassionate. Now, moving right along to the rest of the cast, uh, there is Nassim Pedra, who plays Jasmine's handmaiden, and she is a great addition to the cast because she's someone that Jasmine can confide in instead of her just talking to her tiger Jaf- or uh what's his name Raja sorry and she has a lot of the other funnier lines in this film all these things that the characters do they're they're in the film and there's a lot of ingredients for greatness there but the movie doesn't quite lean into those directions which would have made it a little bit stronger not that it makes it bad, just we could have gotten a little bit more. Emotionally, it still works, and I can appreciate the actors wanting to do something different, and I think overall these are positive representations of Middle Eastern culture and people, which I think the world desperately needs more of, so we can break some of the ethnic stereotypes many Middle Eastern people uh, or of Middle Eastern descent already deal with in media in general. Conclusion. This cast, when they're all put together, actually work together really well, and it makes these roles their own without having to copy what's been done before. Like how we still see Shakespeare plays, too, with different actors who have different takes on the characters. Maybe in that respect, we can give remakes more of a chance than just simple cash grabs based on nostalgia. The songs that we love with the Bollywood-style dancing and the special effects that we can actually tolerate because narratively it makes sense with the genie's magic being what helps deliver these moments. So it gets past that uncanny valley that a lot of these movies have a problem with. Now, does this movie stand on its own? Yes, it does, because it sticks true to what the story is about. Uh, 
someone who doesn't come from noble beginnings, but who can be noble. And that's what the story of Aladdin is. The strength of character, the diamond in the rough, no matter where that rough might look like or what that rough might be. I think uh, I think that's the real thing that Aladdin's about. And to not put it so gracefully. Now, whether this movie or the animated movie is better or worse, that's really up to everyone else to decide. There are things I like in this movie, and there are things I like in the animated movie, and there are things from both movies I don't like. And that's perfectly fine. And, you know, both of these movies deserve a chance to exist so we can talk about and debate what is better. That's what art should be. And that's the fun thing about pop culture. Now, one thing I would encourage you guys to do, though, buy the original movie on Blu-ray, because, like I said before, a lot of the dialogue and ideas and songs from the original, their creators don't really get any credit for those, even though, legally, Disney does own the rights to them. And they are making all this money off of their ideas, and they won't get any credit for that. So, you know, just uh, buy the Blu-ray and the or the DVD or rent it. And if you've never seen it before, share it with your kids. You know, it's a movie that you loved as kids, so why not own it? That way you can give the original creator some love and... You know, everyone's happy at the end of the day. That's what I'm going to do anyway. So, that's going to be it for today's podcast. I really wanted to get this out there uh, really quick. And I'm really glad I gave this movie a shot and not let my prejudice uh, get in the way. It's a lot of fun. It's especially a lot of fun to bring your kids to. And it is very hard to talk about this movie and not sing the songs from the movie. So, uh, if you don't want to see it, just get the soundtrack because it's, it's pretty spectacular. The songs and everything are worth it on their own. So that's going to be it for today's podcast. Thanks everyone for listening and I will see you next time.